Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Did you hear what Vivek Ramaswamy just said? He's got a warning for the country, and it's profound. It's about Nikki Haley and who the real Trojan horse is in this race. The Trojan horse of both the Democrats and the liberal Republicans, who I call the Uniparty. Take a listen. This is during an interview with Tucker. I think what's become clear to me now, I'm in the thick of this GOP primary, is that the real puppet they're trotting out isn't Gavin Newsom. It isn't Michelle Obama. I was wrong about that, actually. I think the true puppet masters, the thing about them is they're fundamentally nonpartisan in nature. There's a few things they care about. Keeping the foreign war machine humming is high on the list. Keeping the administrative state's control of the United States is also high on the list. They found a much more convenient puppet within the Republican Party itself. It's not Gavin. It's not Michelle. It's Nikki, actually. And I think that if you just follow exactly who are the very people who are paying to keep Donald Trump off the ballot, who are funding the lawsuits that keep Trump off the ballot, the Reed Hoffmans of the world funding lawsuits against Trump, the Larry Finks of the world, king of the woke industrial complex, CEO of BlackRock, it's just obvious and hiding in plain sight. Who are these people propping up? It's not Biden and it's not even Gavin Newsom. It's Nikki Haley within the Republican Party itself. And I think that that makes for a very convenient front man because then they actually have absolved themselves from any allegations of partisanship or Democratic partisanship against Donald Trump. It's, they can say, oh, no, 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 we're not partisans. We're actually bipartisan. Actually, the deep state, and I would say the managerial class more broadly, is fundamentally nonpartisan. They have their core objectives. And Nikki makes for a far better Trojan horse to actually accomplish that objective than anybody else. And so when you look at the dynamics within the mega donor class or otherwise, it is now crystal clear to me, Tucker, that let's just get to exactly the plan that they have. I mean, I've been alluding to this for a long time. But I think it's just become crystal clear that it's now sh- staring everybody in the face equally, obviously, that they want to narrow this down by they. I mean, the system, the bipartisan system wants to narrow this down to be a two horse race between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. They want it one way or another by hell or high water, take Donald Trump out, eliminate him from competition one way or another and prop Nikki Haley up to just waltz straight in to keep the war machine humming and to effectively keep the censorship industrial complex and the administrative state intact exactly where it was in the post 9-11 Bush-Cheney era. 
That's exactly what's going on. And it's hiding in plain sight. Their plan, as I've been telling you for months, is to actually let the GOP base nominate Trump to even encourage the GOP base to nominate Trump, knowing they can bury him and shove their Trojan horse to the front, bury him with lawfare, convict him probably at least twice. But it's got to be before the convention. This is why Jack Smith, the prosecutor, is in so much of a hurry. He could start in June and have a conviction before the election. But he wants to start in March. Why? He wants the conviction ahead of the convention to cause floor chaos and maybe get a Nikki Haley replacement. Don't doubt me on this convention timeline. Here's James Comey, former head of the FBI, telling us this was their plan back in June of 2023. This crazy world that Donald Trump has dragged this country into, but he could be wearing an ankle bracelet while accepting the nomination at the Republican convention. Before Election Day. Now, I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I'm saying this is their plan. This is what they are planning on happening. Whether they could actually pull it off, we'll see. Coming up in just a minute, I'll explain how the very same liberals Funding Nikki Haley's campaigns are the same ones, as Vivek said, who are also funding the lawfare against Trump. It's uncanny. But first, listen to what Vivek is saying here. The machine, the uniparty, the globalist elites, whatever you want to call them, they're not just funding lawfare now against Trump. They're bringing it against Biden, too. Listen closely to the news. What are they telling their Democrat base? Over and over and over again. Joe Biden can't win. What is the Washington Post doing? They're actually digging up what appears to be criminal activity by Joe Biden that the Republicans weren't even talking about from the 1970s. Vivek says this, and it's true. They're subtly conducting lawfare against Joe Biden, too, in preparation for shoving him out the door. Look, I've been convinced for a long time, Tucker, that this was not going to be a standard Trump versus Biden race. There's just been enough staring you in the face that made that obvious, right? You start with the trials and the civil trials and the prosecutions, and then they go to the non-prosecution and illegal removals from a ballot without trial on the Trump side. The thing that fascinated me about the Biden side of this, though, is you also see some of the same dynamics. The documents case for Biden trotting itself out after years long ago in the Senate. You see a lot of other things with Biden. Why is the Hunter stuff coming out now when this has been known for seven years? Yep, he gets it. The single most devastating thing that the Democrats could do at this point is replace Biden at the convention in August. Do the math. It takes an average of 90 days for negative advertising to work. That puts its full effect occurring sometime after the election. And here's the thing with Trump. Biden is very unpopular. But Trump, in terms of negatives, is almost as unpopular as Joe Biden. Basically, both men are genuinely liked by about 31% of the electorate. So what's the ultimate uniparty move? You dropkick Biden, but not till August, replace them with a Democrat who doesn't have a D.C. record and who none of the junk Biden did can be tied to. But just in case the electorates had enough of Democrat nomics or they figured out that Bidenomics and Biden's border policies are actually Democrat policies that I don't think they have. I really don't. Well, guess what? There's Nikki Haley. Either way, 
the Uniparty wins. Take liberal billionaire founder of LinkedIn, for instance. His name's Reed Hoffman. He's a hardcore leftist. And he's also the guy who bankrolled Jean Carroll's suit against Trump, accusing him of rape. She couldn't have afforded the legal fees otherwise. Wait, Reed Hoffman. Where have I heard that name? Oh, yeah. The only Republican he's fundraising for? Nikki Haley. See how this works? Now let me connect some more dots for you. What is the number one imperative right now of the World Economic Forum? You know the people who say you'll own nothing but be happy? It's world communism. They're the ones who want to usher in the Great Reset, right? Well, who is their chairman of the board? BlackRock CEO Larry Fink. What is the big project, the big push right now of the World Economic Forum? It's called 50 and 5. They want to get 50 countries on government-issued digital ID, a virtual license that you have to get to go on social media or on the internet. Europe is on the verge of adopting this through the EU. Almost simultaneously, Justin Trudeau of Canada announced that, yes, they would be adopting government digital IDs. Almost simultaneously to what? Nikki Haley saying this on the very day she had breakfast with World Economic Forum leader Larry Fink, who is now fundraising for her. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. Again, with government-issued digital ID, which, by the way, is the basis of the Chinese social credit score system, they have it there in China. It's a one-stop switch you can flip. So you say the wrong thing on social media, you wake up, your bank account doesn't work, your money's frozen, your website for your lawn care business, yeah, you're blocked out of it. Oh, and your car, it won't turn on because it all connects to you. One central digital ID. It is the key focus of the World Economic Forum right now, which is why it's the first thing she'd do. Oh, and their second goal, central bank digital currency, so they can flip your money on and off and connect it to your government ID. By the way, central bank digital currency is only illegal in one state in the country. That's Florida. The bill was signed by Ron DeSantis, who, weirdly, is the guy the most money's been spent against in this entire race, $40 $40 million. $40 million is more than twice what's been spent against any other candidate in this race. Just $20 million's been spent against Trump. Believe me, the Democrats could easily come up with hundreds of millions of dollars if they'd wanted to take him out in the primary. They don't. But, but wait, my listeners say when I say this on the air, I don't care if Trump's convicted. I know it's bogus. I'm voting for him anyway. Again, they win. They're ho- because they know 30% of Republicans have said they don't want to vote for Trump if he's convicted. And just 30% of independents say they'll vote for Trump if he's convicted. Folks, we can't win without a large majority of independent voters. So if we stick with Trump, they win. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. If we throw Trump aside, which I think is the move, I think Vivek is right, she's the Trojan horse here, then they still win. This is a triple redundant system we're walking into. But Vivek Ramaswamy and I aren't the only people to see through Nikki Haley. It's amazing, by the way, how because Trump is the leader right now and he's so far ahead, people just aren't bothering to really take a close look at her, not understanding there's a decent chance she's going to be our nominee if they put Trump in prison. You're going to see the GOP leadership move to try to replace him with her at the convention if they can get the conviction before the convention. This is why Jack Smith is in such a hurry to start in March. He could still get the conviction if he starts in May or June before the election, and they intend to, but this is why they want it before the convention, because they've got to make their stand to put Nikki in. Anyway, I'm not the first person to see right through her. Rush Limbaugh did. I remember the day he said it. After she did something that had never been done before, she was chosen to give the response to Barack Obama's State of the Union address. Normally, Republicans use that to refute what the Democrat has said and make our arguments. Instead, she doubled down on Barack Obama's accusations that Trump and his followers were a bunch of bigots. People forget, but Rush blistered her the next day. Warning us about her. God, I wish she was still around. Uh, she goes after the loud voices, the angry voices, and that could be anybody. And she admits today that she was talking about Trump to a lesser extent, Cruz. She also means talk radio. She also means the conservative base and don't believe anything other than that. But here's the thing, folks. This is, to me, one of the greatest bits of evidence that the Republican Party is not just anti-conservative, but it is very much pro-elite. It is a club that they don't want a whole lot of people joining. Rush continued with this. Donald Trump has put together a coalition of supporters that on paper is exactly what the Republican Party claims that it wants to do when it says... That they can, when they say they can't win with only Republican votes, that they've got to branch out, they've got, got to get women votes, they've got to get Hispanic votes, and this is why they're pro comprehensive immigration reform. Well, Trump, there was a story from the Hill.com yesterday 20% of Democrats would defect and vote for Trump. Trump's support comes from all over the spectrum, is the point, which is what I always thought the Republican Party said was their objective.
And this is why they do various things in Washington, because they very openly say we can't win the presidency with just Republican votes alone. Alone, there aren't enough of them. We got to go out and we got to peel off some Democrats. We got to peel off some independents. Well, there's the guy that's done it. And they don't want it. They don't want it. Nikki Haley made it clear last night they don't want whatever Trump has done. They don't want Trump. They don't want the people supporting Trump. They don't want the way Trump has done it. But nobody can make the argument that Trump is a conservative in the same way the Republican base is conservative. So the rejection of Trump is not specifically because he's part of the base and the GOP resents or is embarrassed by or doesn't want its base to be dominant. Trump brings something entirely different to this, and they're not interested, which is, a, in a sense, them saying, you're not one of us. You are not in our club. You are not the type of elitist we want, no matter what you bring to the party. So Nikki Haley's the perfect war princess. She'll keep the censorship machine, the censorship industrial complex in place. But here's what really makes her ideal. She's an open border zealot. This is why when the squad said we want to take half the nation of Gaza, roughly a million people after October 7th, she doubled down. Something so radical, Joe Biden wouldn't even agree to it. This is why that response she gave to Barack Obama's State of the Union address, agreeing with him that half her party are xenophobes, focused what? On the racism, the xenophobia of wanting to secure the border. That's the real Nikki Haley. Here's a clip from her years ago on the road. It's who she really is. We need as many immigrants as we can. Start to listen to your businesses We need as many immigrants as we can get. Start to listen to your businesses. Do what they need. Yep, she's definitely one of them. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.